Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. This is Authenticated. The Diecast Collectors Podcast from Lionel Racing. The checkered flags have fallen, but we still have a lot to talk about on Authenticated this week. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Authenticated Podcast. I am Matt Kenfield from Lionel Racing, and we are so excited to have uh, excited. And it's kind of bittersweet that the 2021 season is over because uh, it was we saw highs and lows all season long across the three NASCAR National Series, and all three battles came down down to the very last laps at Phoenix Raceway this past weekend, and we've got it all covered here on this episode of Authenticated. Again, Matt Kenfield joining you here today, and also with us, as always, Alex Pullman. Alex, it was a, uh, a great way to send off the 2021 season with a lot of great finishes that made for some really cool stories. Absolutely, Matt. Uh, I just loved seeing everybody's enthusiasm over the weekend and everybody's drive, and it did you know, end well for a lot of guys and a lot of celebrating and only 105 days until the Daytona 500. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> someone's got to be that person that, you know, already starts the countdown. Everybody in the garage area is already kind of groaning that people are putting that on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Joining us also on this episode of Authenticated, Michelle Fannin from Lionel Racing. And Michelle, after all that we've gone through in the last 18 months uh, as a country, as a world, um, certainly as a company too, um, having a 2021 NASCAR season that was more or less kind of back to normal uh, fans in the stands, you know, great racing, you know, all 36 races. Uh, it kind of warmed the heart to have a normal season and things go pretty much according to plan. Yeah, it did. And it was great to see the fans pack the stands at Phoenix and uh, there's no better way to end a season than that. We've got a lot of to talk about today, so I'm looking forward to it. And if we're going to talk championship, we might as well just talk to the champion of RCCA, Thomas DuBois. <laughs> oh, you got jokes. Yeah, hey, you got you to make those segues work some way, right. you know what I mean? But uh, Thomas uh, joins us here on this episode of Authenticated, because what we're going to kind of do is do a uh, championship roundtable. We're going to talk all about what happened on the racetrack, some of the things that happened off the racetrack uh, this past weekend, and uh, all the different championship product, race win product that uh, Lionel Racing has to offer. And Thomas, I know you guys a lot of cool stuff up on lionelracing.com through rcca uh you know for the fans we'll talk a little bit more about it but i know championship week and the offerings that we put up are, are a highlight of your season when it comes to what we offer on lionelracing.com yeah getting all those cars up online and just you know we have the race win you got the champ version um apparel 
uh, even offering the special hauler for Larson's. There's just a lot of really unique things um, that we put up, all the special finishes that are exclusive to members as well. So yeah, it's ex- you know exciting to get all that product up there and watch the excitement of the customers and watching those orders come in. And really, I mean, yeah, it's about the company, about making, you know, obviously we got to make revenue, but really to see the excitement around the die cast and see, you know, to actually see the sales come in, they're really good. I mean, they see the excitement um, surrounding Larson and the championship, Hemrick and his. So it's really cool to see all, all the excitement around the championship and the product that we are offering. Absolutely. And in addition to all of those great products that we have available at LionelRacing.com through our call center and other outlets, uh, we've got some really cool stuff to give away later on in this episode of Authenticated. Maybe help you out in purchasing some of those. If you're on the fence and you haven't ordered it yet, first of all, what's wrong with you? But uh, no, really, uh, we've got some cool stuff to give away later on in the show. So make sure you stick around uh, for the entire episode of Authenticated today. We got a lot of cool stuff in store for you. Again, as always, use hashtag authenticated fan as you're listening today. Jot down some notes on Twitter or something like that. Ask us some questions. Find out uh, if you got some questions about some of the things that we're offering, some of the things we're not offering, some of the things you want to see us offer. Uh, We'll try to get to as many of those as we can on social media using hashtag authenticated fan. We'll get more into all of this stuff here in just a moment on this episode of Authenticated. The 2021 NASCAR Cup Series season came to its finale at Phoenix Raceway and so much drama leading up to the final race and so much drama leading up to the final laps. Kyle Larson takes down the victory, earning his championship with the number five HendrickCars.com Chevrolet, another title for Mr. H at Hendrick Motorsports. And uh, Kyle Larson just finished off a tremendous season, and I'll kind of just open it up. Maybe, Alex, I'll start with you. Um, Kyle Larson was the strongest driver all season long. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Fittingly, the championship goes his way. Absolutely. And it was a really good redemption story because even he said, you know, this time last year, he didn't even think he'd have a ride, let alone be standing there hoisting the championship trophy. So it was a good comeback story, winning the most races. I And I think they said the most in, you know, the season, I think in recent history yeah, or, um, but it, I really was very happy for him to actually, you know, win the championship and, you know, he's actually won a bunch of big title races, including dirt races and cup right. races. So he's done things that other people you haven't seen in this era of racing. Yeah, I think it was uh, mid 90s. Uh, Jeff Gordon was the last one to win more than 10 ra- or ten races or more in the Cup Series season. So, uh, you know, testament to NASCAR and the competition level so that, you know, it, it's not so one sided these days. And, uh, you know, even the you think back to what was it last year where um, Harvick won yeah. seven or eight races and didn't win the championship. Fittingly, this one goes Kyle Larson's way. And uh, Michelle, I'll, I'll just kind of, you know, piggy, piggyback on that uh, thought that Kyle Larson and his championship for, you know, compadres there. It's crazy how the last race of the season always comes down in the last few laps to those four drivers. I don't know how that happens. It never fails. For the past about 10 years, that's happened. And in this case, Kyle Larson definitely deserved a win as a driver, but you have to give a shout out to his pit crew. Oh my in gosh. That oh, last, yes. In that last pit stop, they gave him the opportunity to win. So, I mean, the whole team was firing on all cylinders in this race. And as a team, they deserve to win. So um, I did like an the incredible meme finish in regards to his pit crew with the, the little guy from Cars. And it was like Kyle Larson's pit crew on the last stop. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it's it's really interesting to see you know not just kyle larson's kind of full circle story over the last uh, you know year and a half or so whatever it's been um but also for that team i mean that team was with jimmy johnson and you know as great of a legend as jimmy johnson is seven-time champion won a ton of races kind of petered out towards the end of the, you know fizzled out a little bit and that team you know wasn't wasn't firing on all cylinders you know as a group you add Kyle Larson to that now, and Thomas, look, it's it's a championship. I mean, it, if there's ever a time where you can say this was a total team effort, you know, the story of redemption for that whole Larson number five team, it, it, you can't do much better than that. No, 100%. I mean, him, I mean, you know, we're going to copy whatever else is. I mean, him winning was, it was just, it had to happen. I mean, that, that dominant of a season, it just, I don't think it would have felt right if he didn't, honestly, it just wouldn't have felt right. Um, for NASCAR, even NASCAR as a sport, it just would have, I mean, like you mentioned Harvick, even the year before, but this winning 10 races, um, and just having the season he had, even the races he didn't win, he was still almost always in contention. And so not winning, would it just, would have just not felt right. So I'm, I'm actually glad he did it. I'm glad that like you guys mentioned, the crew did what he did, they did the excellent job that they did. So really a great way to just cap off the season and, and fitting style to let the, the dominant driver win as it should be. And I got to give a lot of credit to Cliff Daniels, too, mm -hmm. because that is one smart guy. Uh, UNC Charlotte 49er all the way. And uh, it was a great late model racer. I think we talked about it on a previous episode of Authenticated. He was a pretty good late model driver in his own right. He and his sister Tiffany uh, were kind of teammates in the late model stock circuit, in the old now defunct UARA late model tour. Uh, but uh, Cliff saw that, uh, you know, the race and stuff, unless you got a pile of money and, you know, the right connections, it wasn't going to work out. So he went and got his engineering degree at UNC Charlotte and uh, kind of worked his way through the ranks at HMS uh, you know kind of was low man on the totem pole and now he's a championship crew chief and uh, he's still pretty young I don't even think he's 30 yet or you know he's very young so I think this could be another, you know, kind of in the what started with Ray Evernham onto Chad yeah. Knaus we might be seeing that with with uh, Cliff Daniels now too. Well you have to wonder is this the next superstar pairing at Hendrick Motorsports. I mean, in the call he made early on in the race, I think Steve Letarte was critical of him in the broadcast that put Kyle Larson back. You know, he came in early, pitted early. And then to qualify and get the pole position gave him that key pit box, yeah. you know, put him out in front there. So there were a lot of decisions that Cliff Daniels made from a strategy perspective. And then you have Kyle Larson. That's just an undeniable talent. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where this can go. Can he repeat next season? I mean, they say the next-gen car is going to even everybody out, but talent always rises to the top. That's kind of, I don't want to say it's my fear, but when you put everybody in supposedly equal equipment, right, the cream's going to rise to the top. That's when we're going to separate the men from the boys. You know, you can put a an average driver in an above-average car and win races. You know, you can't necessarily put an above-average driver in an average car and win races. But now, when you've got a guy like Kyle Larson, who, when you've got Tony Stewart going on Twitter, and he rarely goes on Twitter unless it's promoting him or his fiance, um, to say that he's the best race car driver he's ever seen. Tony Stewart drove number 14 because his idol is A.J. Foyt, who, yep. you know, you put Foyt and Stewart in the list of probably, and if there's a Mount right. Rushmore of race car drivers, of <laughs> multidiscipline, they're on there. Right. And for him to say that Kyle Larson's the best one he's ever seen, 
I, I was floored by that. And that's that's a testament to what Larson is. Mario Andretti said something too. I can't I can't remember exactly what he tweeted out, but he said something along those lines about Larson as well. What you know, Kyle Larson kind of unified motorsports because he is so well versed and, and so successful in different types of cars. Certainly he came from the midget and sprint car world and still wins World of Outlaws races, still wins, you know, midget races, uh, Chili Bowl. Um, you know, he still dabbled in some late uh, dirt late model stuff you know it totally the dirt world is so crazy because if you're a sprint car fan you don't like late models if you're a late model fan you don't like sprint cars but kyle larson unified the dirt world because he won races on both and people were just amazed that you know it's not an easy transition to go from those two types of cars and win in both oh and by the way he's still in nascar winning 10 races a year and even even the races that he doesn't win he's still in contention for it in, in you know arguably the most competitive series in all of motorsports so all of those things combined, I, I, is it too early to say that he is one of the best race car drivers that we might ever see? Or can we put him in that list right now of our generation, at least, uh, of, of race car drivers? That Kyle Larson's one of the best. I mean, after this year, I would definitely put him in that category. Just watching what he's done on the NASCAR track and then on the dirt tracks. You know, he won the all the big dirt races, then he's, you know, home on the 600, then he's won the championship. So yeah, I would definitely put him in that category. And not only that, I think as an ambassador for this sport, he's a guy that you can go watch the NASCAR champion race at your local track. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he bridges that distance between, you know, buying a ticket to go to a NASCAR race and they may not come anywhere near where you live. Oh, but you know, during the week he's racing maybe close to where you live and which is incredible. I think that's actually happening maybe this weekend or very soon. I think there's a midget race that both Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott are going to run. Uh, you know, they, again, most of the time, the Cup Series champion, once they leave Phoenix, you don't see him again until Daytona. Right. Kyle Larson, I can promise you, is going to race probably, let's say, so you said there's 104 or something like that days. So what is that? You know, maybe 10 weekends or so between now and I guarantee Kyle Larson will be racing at least nine of those 10 races. He might go on vacation for one of them, but the rest of the time, uh, and even if he, I know he was running some sprint car races in Australia in the winter time, you know what I mean? That could be his vacation. And also, by the way, go racing a couple of nights a week. So um, really interesting uh, champion. And like you said, as an ambassador to the sport and um, to see the amount of People congratulate Kyle Larson again from the Tony Stewart's and Mario Andretti's. But, he, you know, even Danica Patrick was at the race. You know, not many people knew it until she posted on Instagram, yeah. giving him a hug in, in victory lane. And, uh, you know, I know they were close when Danica was still racing in NASCAR as well. But, uh, you know, also because of the things that happened over the last, you know, year or so within, in Kyle's life. And certainly that's not excusing. He, he, made it, he made his mistake and owned up to it and did the necessary charitable work and continues to do a lot of things um, to battle back from, from that setback. Um, but to see Bubba Wallace congratulate him in victory lane and, and, and to see the amount of people kind of rally behind him it's a really cool story. And I think this could be one where years from now, there's going to be like a, whether it's a 30 for 30 on ESPN or some kind of movie about Kyle Larson's 2020 and 2021 seasons. And it's, it's going to be impressive. He's on definitely a positive trajectory and uh, I'm looking forward to next season. 
Absolutely. But uh, the race win diecast of the HendrickCars.com number five Chevrolet uh, is already uh, selling really well for us at Lionel Racing. And, uh, you know, first time champion is always going to do that. No matter who it is, a first time champion is going to, um, you know, people are going to want that diecast. Man, he he made a point, I think, during that burnout to tear that car up. And he certainly did a, a pretty good job of that, wouldn't you say, Thomas? Yeah, that, and that the best part is that always helps die-cast sales. I mean, slap the fender off, confetti. We, we always love when the tracks do the confetti. So it makes the car very unique. And the biggest thing is it just, it really, you know, just marks that moment in time. You can look at that car and you can say, I remember when he did that burnout. I remember when they threw off the confetti. I was either there or I watched it on TV. But those unique marks really set that car apart um, from the other ones. And it's just, it was really good when he did all that. I mean, with all the confetti and all the burnouts and just... That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. That's the way it's got to be done. And that's the way we, we wish all tracks would do it that way. But uh, to celebrate a championship like that, and, and we have some championship product that we'll talk about just as, in just a moment. But uh, with the race win itself, um, a lot of damage and a lot of confetti, as Thomas just said, Michelle. And I know we've had some internal discussions and we've seen a lot of stuff on social media. Hey, how are you going to replicate this? How are you going to what are you going to do about that? Um, what were some of the conversations that we've had about how we're going to replicate some of the damage? And it, if you haven't seen it before we you answer that sorry to steal your thunder there uh check out our uh fresh paint instagram story uh highlights and we'll have some photos some reference photos and we also have uh on our instagram and twitter account some uh some more reference photos of the kyle larson cars so uh plenty of damage michelle you know what are some of the thoughts on how we're going to replicate some of it we have been getting a lot of questions about it understandably because there's times that we can cut away some of the metal around the tires and in this case um there is um, around the rear driver's side tire. There's some um, sheet metal on the car that was kind of torn away. Um, so we can cut that away on the die cast, which is good news. There's a flat tire there, which will be flat on the die cast. Um, other pieces of damage, like there's some burn marks and all of that, that'll be decaled, obviously. The confetti will be replicated, as Thomas said. There's some confetti on the tires. We've typically been able to do that in the past, but we're confirming that we can do that in this case um so it is going to be a cool looking car so there will be cutaway metal flat tire um it'll be a great race win a hundred percent and uh, certainly a memorable one and um, when we posted the initial reference photos uh, earlier this week uh got some feedback and something i didn't even notice but the left rear tire was missing a lug nut and, and, and that's kind of interesting because, you know, it wasn't caught after the race. Maybe they, they took it off or something like that in victory lane for all we know. But uh, it's it's really interesting that there's one lug missing on the left rear. And uh, with our wheel molds, we can't just remove the lug nut. But we, you know, it will be replicated to indicate that there was a lug missing, at least uh, on that left rear tire. So um, and one thing that I noticed, too, uh, in some race wins that we've had in the past, uh, Alex, remind me which one it was. But there was one race win, I think, earlier this year where the crew kind of drew a smiley face in the dirt. Uh, maybe you can tell me which one. The, the, oh, that was on a was that? I want I yeah. want to say that was a Ross Chastain truck from like actually 2019 okay, um, on the, the rear bumper there. And we actually replicated it in the dirt on the production piece. There's so many little details that our artists go through to replicate in die cast form, uh, including on this one. There was a little ladybug uh, sticker on Kyle Larson's name over the door rail over the on the driver's side. Uh, a little ladybug sticker. I don't know if it was his daughter that put it there. I'm going to hope that it was 
Lisa's daughter that put it there just because it tells a better story. Um, but there's a little ladybug. You can see that on our social media feeds right now, as well as the fresh paint Instagram story uh, with that little ladybug. So our artists are going to replicate the ladybug on the car. It, that's how much detail. And when I say a small one, I bet the thing's about the size of a nickel, um, how big that sticker is. So, um, but it will be replicated um, on the die cast. So uh, a lot of cool stuff uh, with this Kyle Larson, number five, HendrickCars.com race win. And that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg when it comes to uh, the Cup Series side of things for diecast offerings. Thomas, you know, we've got not just our typical ARC and Elite, you know, 24 scale and 64 scale, like we most of the time do for our race wins. We've got almost a couple of pages worth of uh, Kyle Larson diecast available from Phoenix. Oh, yeah, you got all the, the unique special finishes. You, you got to go with the special finishes. We have the guys out there who just really go after those special finishes. There will be a lot fewer produced. So we got those. Those are exclusive to RCCA members. The, the thing I'm probably most excited about is I think we we announced it the other week on the about the RCCA 30th hauler. We can actually right here in the Lionel headquarters print on these haulers. And so we have some haulers in stock. So we made them for the 30th anniversary. So after talking with the production team, we were able to get a hauler for this win as well. We don't know what the art's going to look like yet. It's still being worked on. So we don't have all that details yet, but how cool is it? That's exclusive to RCCA members. If you see that hauler online, it's $59.99. You buy it, we will actually make it in here. It'll be painted here at our facility at our right here. The, 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 the truck and everything else still comes from our factory in China, but it, the, the design is done right here and we'll ship it out. So it'll ship a lot sooner than the, the die cast is going to ship. We don't have that date and time or anything like that yet. I'm hoping I'm saying June is with kind of the date I'm estimating, but it might be a little sooner, but it's a really unique item still to have for members and being exclusive. And Hey, we may only make a hundred of them. It's just, we'll make what sells and that'll be a really unique piece to have, but yeah, absolutely. They need to visit. You need to visit lionelracing.com. Check out all the cool items we have. We have shirts, hoodies, got to get all that, got to get all that gear in. You got to support the champ. That's right. The champ Kyle Larson, uh, in not just the race wins, uh, but the championship diecast with the uh, NASCAR Cup Series champion logo on the roof of the HendrickCars.com, kind of the base paint scheme. Um, it, that's what the championship product is. And uh, all four of us in this room Sunday afternoon were busy, you know, uh, I think. I thought I heard somebody say, I wonder if Lionel's watching this race to, to be able to do all this damage replication and stuff like that. Well, I can promise the four of us in this room, we're all watching the race. And uh, because we had a lot of work to do afterwards and um, we touched on it a little bit last week, but uh, you know, when that race ends, our work's just beginning because we had to get all these cars online and we had to get, decks and and all kinds of stuff uh, going. It was, it was a pretty intense couple hours after that race. Um, and uh, kudos also to we, we don't give them probably enough shout out, but uh, Don Grassman and his whole team Definitely. at Cameras in Action, CIA Photography. So anytime that you see these reference photos on our social media feeds or on our website, uh, that's their team. Uh, Danny, Cindy, that whole group. Uh, do a bang up job for us, you know, especially in these last couple of years where we're not able to get to the racetrack. Um, 
anytime that we need something from them. And the reason that our artists who are extremely like beyond uber talented uh, at what they do, they couldn't do it without those reference photos, obviously. So uh, kudos to that whole team. Um, and they send us photos, you know, within an hour or two after every race. And uh, it, it's really cool having them as a partner uh, in, in getting a lot of our multimedia stuff uh, out there and used for diecast purposes. So uh, thank you to the Grassmans and, and Danny and everybody with CIA for photography for all of their help throughout the 2021 season. Uh, but with that, again, all of the championship diecast from the cup series from Kyle Larson's champion uh, diecast, all kinds of special finishes, the race win, 64 scale, 24 scale, the hauler, you name it, we've got it. Lionelracing.com. Also talk to one of our friendly agents at 1-800-952-0708 or contact one of your, another authorized Lionel racing diecast dealer. We're going to move on from the Cup Series, and Saturday night, under the lights at Phoenix Raceway, Daniel Hemrick took the checkered flag for the first time. Finally, Daniel Hemrick is a winner in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, NASCAR National Series, period. And what a time to do it. Get the championship with the win. Uh, It doesn't get much sweeter than that. You and I were actually talking about this scenario Friday before we left the office. Like, how cool would it be if Hemrick got his first win going for the championship? And I'm not going to say that we had anything to do with it, but it was awesome. Well, and Matt called it last week, too. He, he said Hemrick would probably, you know, be a good story and he was going to do it and he did it. Yeah. And we talked about it a little bit last week on Authenticated that anybody in that championship four for the Xfinity Series side uh, would have been a cool story. You know, Cindric getting a second one, you know, I, I've become a, a bigger and bigger fan of his. Um but Noah, obviously, Noah Gregson in the number nine for Junior Motorsports, great personality, awesome kid. Um, A.J. Elmendinger, another great personality, very talented guy. Uh, all four of those guys would have been a pretty good story, uh, not just for us at Lionel Racing, but uh, just in NASCAR in general. But I don't know if it, we, we talked about making a, a movie someday of Kyle Larson's last two years. I mean, you know, Daniel Hemrick grew up in a single wide in Kannapolis, you know, didn't come from, you know, millions and millions of dollars like so many other uh, drivers these days uh, do. Got Bill Gallagher. Um, there was some other, we'll talk a little bit later in the show about some of the people that helped Daniel along the way, but, um, you know, just got aligned with the right people who put him in the right places to be in contention to win races. And finally he got the job done. But what a finish though. I mean, Alex, that was an intense battle between Hemrick and Cindric there. And, uh, you know, to see paint swapped for the championship and the win, it doesn't happen very often. No, it, it doesn't. And, you know, I thought Cindric really had it there until, you know, the very, it was like the last couple of laps and Hemrick really closed the gap between the two of them. And then, you know, he's, you know, he had already had a rough weekend going into the weekend, you know, with his car nearly not making it to the track, you know, prior to practice, but, it was an awesome finish. No one, you know, ran away with it. And it's a great story. You know, first win after finishing second so many times and he won the championship. Thomas, what was your take on that last lap between Cindric and Hemrick? Was it uh, too aggressive on Daniel's part or is that what you got to do? Did you listen to the last podcast where I said I would <laughs> take you out if I was there? I understand. Clean or dirty? Man, when you're talking about a championship, that, that those words aren't even in my mind at that time. My t- my t- Now, like if you just go straight in and just like punt the guy right. and spin him out or something. Hey, he went in low. He had the line. Yeah, he used him as the sidewall, so to speak. Clean, dirty, doesn't matter to me. He won it. He he 
He did it. I would have done the exact. I wouldn't done it any differently. Right. I would. I mean, if I had the opportunity, I would try. I know we talked about last. It worked. As a yeah. last podcast, I'm like, I'm taking you out. Warning: If I'm on a track and I'm behind you for first Noted. for a big race, you're yep. going down. Yep. Uh, one of these days, we're going to go over to GoPro Motorplex and see if you <laughs> actually do right. that, Thomas. It's like one of those wreck your mama kind of oh, yeah. scenarios. You better believe it. We need. Like, we need to get a gathering over to GoPro. We can all put our money where our hey, mouth is a little friendship bit. Friendship right? goes out the window once we're out there running. <laughs> like I said, for now you're on a championship oh yeah forget about it right yeah. <laughs> like, but I, I will and michelle i think you'll agree with me i'll give Cindric a lot of credit because after the race he could have been mad and ticked off and he probably was but he handled yeah. it really really yeah, well he did handle it well i mean he could have handled it so much worse i thought it was very professional um he did the right thing i yeah. mean and he would have done the same thing if he was in Cindric's position and no one would have blamed him for right. it so and, and again like thomas said if Daniel had just harpooned him from 10 car lengths yeah. back and, and crashed him and all that stuff. But, you know, uh, Dan, Daniel was a legends car racer. That's kind of where he made his, you know, his first impact in the sport. And that was a legends car move. You just get a little bit of a contact there to move a guy up the racetrack, get on past him. And Cindric did everything he could to try to get that oh, lead yeah. back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't try. He could have easily turned left even further than he did and spun Daniel head on into the wall. But Daniel still might have won the race and, and had that how happen. How indicative of the Xfinity series as a whole has, was that race? I mean, the whole season has been pretty exciting. I think even even the Cup Series drivers would agree that the racing in the Xfinity Series this year, uh, you know, was pretty much tops in, in the NASCAR Series because there were so many competitive teams, so many competitive drivers, and, uh, you know, kind of a nobody really ran away with anything. You know, there right. was a lot of guys that had multiple wins, but every week it was, you know, a different a, a different scenario and a different thing to watch for sure. But uh, uh, really cool deal uh, for Daniel Hemrick to win the championship in his first race. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a swan song with Joe Gibbs racing uh, in that poppy bank number 18. But, uh, Alex, I know uh, you, you're pretty in tune with what's going on there at College Racing as well. And uh, this has to raise Daniel's stock, I would say, going into the 2022 season with College Racing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually was listening to the post-race interview with Austin, AJ, and Noah, and AJ said that, you know, he's, uh, Daniel's now going to be the top dog at calling because he's coming in with a championship, and so he's got to look to him and be like, hey, maybe he can give me some pointers on how to get around Phoenix next year. And and I think AJ was of all four drivers. Noah was probably Noah's an emotional guy yeah. anyway. I yeah. mean, if things don't go his way, or even when they do go his way, you can read it on his face. Uh, but AJ seemed to be the most frustrated, I guess, uh, just that they weren't as competitive as they had been all season. So uh, um, definitely some notes to be gained from that because AJ, I think, could very easily be in that same position next year. And whatever notebook that they built up, hopefully they can use uh, for for better in twenty. 2022 but uh daniel hemrick race win uh die cast as well as championship die cast available now lionelracing.com and that car does uh, will have the replicated damage of that epic last lap battle with austin Sindrick and uh thomas you, you said that that one's selling pretty well as well probably because of the great story of daniel hemrick winning but also that last lap contact yeah, I mean, with all that last lap contact, it just put all those donuts on the side, which made it that much better. First win, championship, and then all the damage on there. Fans love it. We know it. I mean, I know, you know, like you mentioned earlier, do we watch the race? You better believe it. I think 
the four of us in this room are definitely watching that race, yep. screaming, burn it down, burn <laughs> yeah. it down, slap texting the fender off. Other. Where's yeah. the confetti? You know, we're screaming and like and texting each other. Yeah, I mean, so I, we know if we get excited about it, the fans do too. And, you know, sales are showing it on that car, um, especially because of the just be, the meaning behind it, but also the damage always helps. Right. Well, and, and I can tell you, you know, I know this is just an audio format, but what Thomas is saying when we say that we want to see confetti, we want to see damage, we want to see burnouts, we want to see all the cool stuff on these cars. Um, it's not necessarily, yes, it is because we want to sell them to you, the collectors, because we know that you enjoy them. But we're we're fans too. Mm. Like all four of us in this totally. room right. have totally. race win yeah. diecast at our desk in our offices. Because yes, you know we do. whatever the reason is, whether it's because it's a driver that we've known or a driver that we've worked with or a race win that just means something to us. Maybe we were there. Maybe it was you know whatever the situation might be. All four of everybody, honestly, even in the trains department down the hall, they've got race win diecast because some of it's just so cool. Even the non NASCAR fans just see so much damage and cars torn up that they it's a, a conversation piece um so we want to see it because we're race fans we want to see this cool stuff happen and uh, add these cars to our collections just as bad as you folks listening do uh but the the hemrick race win the poppy bank number 18 toyota supra uh, available now, the Racewind version at LionelRacing.com, 1-800-952-0708 or other authorized Lionel Racing diecast dealer, as well as championship diecast in 24 and 64 scale. Uh, a lot of cool stuff uh, for the Daniel Hemrick fans. And finally, we'll wrap things up uh, here with our championship roundtable with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Chandler Smith won the race, his second win of the season, but the championship to Ben Rhodes, Thor Sport Racing. Uh, another one that came down towards the end there, uh, Alex. Uh, pretty uh, pretty interesting battle. It wasn't for the win, but it was for the championship between he and Zane Smith. Yeah, I mean, it was a back and forth, you know, for those last few laps, and you never knew. It was like, someone's going to go in. Now they're side by side, and, you know, Rhodes just had the advantage at the end, and I believe he finished third, but, I mean, he finished ahead of the other three, so that means he would take the championship. And as great of a finish as the race was, and certainly, you know, not taking anything away from Chandler Smith and the KBM team with their second win of the season, but all eyes were on Ben Rhodes, not just uh, in victory lane, but also in the post-race press conference. I almost don't remember the finish because I have watched that press conference, no lie, like five times. I have too. Because it was so entertaining. Did anyone else feel like it was a like reminiscent memory of Brad Keselowski's first cup championship? I think it was I feel like I mean I, I started to have like he was just on that level, but it was hilarious and you know it's pretty great. It was uh, really awesome. I, I want to know how much he had to drink. Like if, if he's a professional, you know, and, and you know had maybe a a good number of them, or maybe he's just a lightweight and it was just like he a beer said he too. was a lightweight, but he was drunk. Right. So I, <laughs> no, I, I do love how he called Jeff Gluck Jeffrey, and then Jeff Gluck tweeted, he's like, only my immediate family call me Jeffrey, so I guess me and Ben Rhodes are on that level now. And and Rhodes. Called Calling uh, Sheldon Creed a, uh, a mamma a mamma jamma. I just want to use that line in my next meeting, like yeah. not happening, mamma jamma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, I was watching that because obviously uh, it's 
it was in the closing laps. Uh, Sheldon Creed is a teammate to Zane Smith, and Sheldon Creed, I don't want to say he didn't hold his line, but uh, you know, made things a little bit more difficult for Ben Rhodes to get past him than uh, probably would have under other circumstances. But uh, it didn't play a role in in the championship. Uh, but uh, it was definitely an interesting thing to watch. You know, so when you're battling for third towards the end of a race, it's not necessarily the most epic thing. But that was pretty interesting. But uh, kudos to Ben Rhodes, another good kid from Kentucky. Uh, I've been watching him since he was in Legends Cars into late model scene and uh, uh, broadcasted a lot of his races in, in a previous life when he won the KNN East Series Championship uh, a while back. And a uh, uh, really good kid, really good family. So uh, really proud of uh, him and the Thor Sport Racing team for getting their fourth team championship, yeah. three of them, uh, with Matt Crafton, who was another championship four contender, didn't quite have the truck at Phoenix. Um, but I, I also want to touch on, too, I don't know what you guys think but john hunter nemechek was probably the the odds on favorite going into phoenix but uh, kind of got eliminated he didn't officially get eliminated but he made a very uphill battle uh, early on in the race he did but he did come back i mean he was what two laps down at one point and then like he was driving through the field you know those last 20 laps so i mean you couldn't exactly count him out at that point everyone kind of still had the opportunity but you know he did battle back from the adversity from the beginning of the race. That's just too bad. It would have been nice to see him at the end there battling with everybody else with the same chance. But, you know, that's how it goes. I mean, it's right. racing. Yeah. And some of those, you know, we were one restart away from total calamity or one, you know, restart away from maybe Nemechek having something left at the end there. Uh, no telling what could have happened at that point. But uh, in the end, though, Chandler Smith taking the 18, uh, the Safe Light Auto Glass Toyota Tundra to Victory Lane. We have the Racewind Diecast available now, Lionel Racing. Dot com, as well as the championship diecast for Ben Rhodes, the number 99 Bombardier Toyota Tundra for Thor Sport. Uh, again, LionelRacing.com, 1-800-952-0708 or other authorized diecast dealers. We've got some more stuff coming up in the show, and don't forget, stick around. We've got a contest or an, an announcement on a giveaway coming up for you here soon on Authenticated. This week in the Fresh Paint segment, we've got some new cars to talk about. Uh, the first one is just dropping as we speak, pretty much. The 2021 NASCAR Cup Series Sunoco Rookie of the Year diecast. It's Chase Briscoe's number 14 highpoint.com Ford Mustang. Uh, and this one, what's going to set it apart is the really cool galaxy color finish. Thomas, I know this is one uh, you and I know you like. I've seen a couple of the Sunoco Rookie of the Year cars in, in your collection. And uh, the Galaxy Color Finish is just really sharp uh, with that Rookie of the Year car. It is. A, that's a new one that we created. Uh, I don't know, Michelle. It's been several years now. I think several we came out Several years ago. That. Yeah, it's uh, not too it's, old. It's got, a, uh, I guess, a special pigment in the paint that makes it look like tiny pinpricks of light. So it doesn't mess with the actual color of the car. Like, some people don't like that when you change it. You know, it's all preference. But it still takes the actual primary color of the car and just adds all those, like, pinpricks of light. And it just makes it look very a metal flake like it. it looks really good so it's a, become a really popular paint scheme so we even offer that through other um, channels as well on elite but this is um, a really unique paint scheme that's only um, that we do all the time for um, the rookie of the year cars and it's got the Sunoco Rookie of the Year logo on Chase Briscoe's number 14, highpoint.com Ford Mustang. And uh, it's a second straight year that the Rookie of the Year comes out of the Stuart Haas Racing Stable. So uh, kudos to everybody there. Uh, just down the road from where we are, uh, just on the uh, Concord Canapolis line there over at Stuart Haas Racing on their second straight Rookie of the Year title. 
Got more 2022 diecast in the works as well, now available for order. Noah Gregson's 2022, number nine, Bass Pro Shops, True Timber, Black Rifle Coffee, Chevrolet Camaro. Uh, and we've got more 2022 diecast in the works. Uh, I think we were just talking uh, before we went on air that we've got a bunch uh, that are, you know, hopefully going to release pretty soon. we got to wait on some team approvals and wait on yep. the teams to announce them before we can announce them. Yeah, so. we have several waiting in the wings um, when sponsors and teams are ready to unveil them we will get the sales sheets out. So um, more coming soon. Absolutely. And uh, stay tuned, of course, to LionelRacing.com for all the latest and as well as our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. we got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and anytime that we do announce a new car, you can find it in our Fresh Paint Instagram story highlights. Make sure you follow us on Instagram as well as all the other social channels. But uh, kind of the big news, uh, again, just dropping as the show does here, uh, the release of a really cool program. We don't do a whole lot of these. These are the Icon series. The Icon Series, total chrome plate, everything. Uh, we've done it for the legends of the sport over the years, and we've added one to, you know, arguably the greatest driver of our generation to this point, Jimmy Johnson. The number 48 Ally Icons car is released for order as we speak. And, uh, uh, Michelle, th- these Icons cars are like nothing else that we offer, and uh, for good reason, because they're only saved for the legends of the sport. And if Jimmy Johnson isn't an icon in NASCAR, I don't know who is. Um, The icon finish um, really was inspired by the trophies that we create for Goodyear um, for the trucks and the Xfinity series that they give to those champions every year, which is a fully chrome plated die cast, basically. So when we were coming up with what can we do that's different, that's truly unique and special and high end for our collectors, um, we decided to try to replicate that trophy finish in die cast form that we can give to our collectors. So that's what the Icon series is. Um, we introduced it with Jeff Gordon in 2015, I think, um, was the first year that the first Icon car came out. And so now Jimmy Johnson, well-deserved, is in the fold with this new release. And if I remember correctly, it started with Jeff Gordon. I think we did a Tony, Tony Stewart. Stewart and then a Richard Petty. We did a Richard Petty Icon Blue. There was a little bit of color in that one. That was that was pretty sweet, too. And uh, now Jimmy Johnson. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can do much better than those four when it comes to Icon, right? Wait, I think we forgot one. Dale, yeah. We did one for his last ride. Yep. You're right. And it was red. How dare I forget that? Sorry, Junior Nation. I didn't mean He's to leave you guys He's only the most popular out. driver in the sport yeah, for how years. I mean. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess uh, when you talk about uh, icon drivers, I don't know if you can do much better than Jeff Gordon, Tony. 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 Darren. Tony and his best friend, Tony Stewart. Uh, Richard Petty. And Dale Jr. and Jimmy Johnson, uh, all deserved icon diecast recipients and uh, all ones that you, if you don't already have some of those in your collection, you definitely want to add this Jimmy Johnson car to your collection. And uh, you can do so by ordering it today at LionelRacing.com by calling 1-800-952-0708. And uh, stick around. We've got a lot of cool stuff still to come in this week's show. And as always, with our fresh paint segment, anytime that you hear about these cars and more new releases, you can find Find them on our social media feeds, as well as our Fresh Paint Instagram highlights. And uh, again, more stuff to come on the 2022 diecast front. But uh, stick around. we got a lot more to come still on this week's show. 
All right, fans, you've been waiting all show long, and now it's time. We're going to give some stuff away. We've got some really cool stuff to send out to you, but we need you to put in some work first. We want to see photos of your die cast from any of the championship four drivers across the three national series. So that's Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr. And Danny Hamlin from the cup series, Xfinity, Daniel Hemrick, Austin Sendrick, Noah Gregson, AJ Allmendinger, or the truck championship four: Ben Rhodes, Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, and John Hunter Nemechek. If you've got die cast from any or all of those, what's 12 drivers. Let's see, carry the one plus seven. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> yeah, sounds about like right. That. About 12. Uh, any of those 12 drivers you got photos there take some photos of those die cast put them on instagram and twitter use hashtag authenticated fan let it doesn't matter if they're the champion cars if they're from years ago whatever it might be if they're from any of those 12 drivers take a picture put it on instagram or twitter use hashtag authenticated fan and we will randomly select a, a few of them. Uh, Thomas, what do you think we should give these folks for some prizes here? I mean, we can do some uh, Lionel Racing gift cards. We've got a couple of $25 gift cards we can give away to LionelRacing.com. I like that. And uh, uh, so let's see it. Let's see your photos of the championship four drivers. It, can, it doesn't have to be their current rides or anything like that. It can be from anything of their careers. If you've got a Lionel Racing die cast of any of those 12 drivers that were in the championship four across the three national series, uh, take those pictures, put them on Instagram and Twitter. Use the hashtag authenticated fan. And we will uh, randomly select a few of those and uh, to be winners. And we will announce the winners on the next episode of Authenticated. So again, on social media, use hashtag authenticated fan with those photos of the championship four driver diecast. We will hopefully pick your name to be a winner of the LionelRacing.com gift cards. So uh, with that, we will start wrapping things up. We will move on to our last lap highlight of the week. And let's see, Thomas said he wasn't ready with his just yet, so I'm not going to call on him first. <laughs> so let's, let's go with uh, Michelle Fan. And what was your last lap highlight of the week? My last lap highlight this week is the baddest mamma jamma of die cast <laughs> that we Use really the word. Use the word. Last week. I had to work it in y'all. I've been thinking about it ever since I saw the press conference. Um, it's the four pack of uh, NASCAR Authentics 164 that we released on walmart.com um, last Thursday, I think. Well, it went live a little bit earlier than that, but um, you can get it still at walmart.com for a limited time. I think it's selling fast, but um, it's the liquid finish four pack. Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, exclusive to walmart.com. And um, we're excited about it. We've gotten some really good feedback on yeah. our social media channels that fans really like. And they've given us some good suggestions on what potentially our next four pack could be. So we like that feedback. Um, we can share that. And we have been sharing that with the folks at Walmart. Um, so hopefully we can do more of these in the future. That's really the goal. So um, if you want to get NASCAR Authentics online, go to walmart.com and um, type in NASCAR Authentics and you should be able to find that four pack pretty easily. And we've uh, got it linked as well on our social media channels uh, throughout some posts uh, over the last week or so. So definitely you want to check that out. And it's been great seeing all the folks taking pictures of Absolutely. their four packs because they're, you know, Walmart, uh, they've got their uh, their shipping stuff uh, in line these days, which is really cool for, you know, when you're thinking whatever your Christmas gifts might be, um, whether they're die cast or not. Uh, the Walmart folks uh, are getting those orders out to uh, the fans and it's been 
been great to see uh, so many of you uh, listening that are posting your photos of the four packs and uh, commending uh, the the work of our team, uh, Gwen Trank and her uh, whole staff uh, with getting that, those produced and our factory team and the Walmart team that uh, helped make this four pack possible. Kudos to all of them. Um, Alex, what's your last lap highlight? Mine's kind of a combination of the weekend. It was the end of an era for a lot of things. Um, you know, over this past weekend with Championship Weekend, the end of the Gen 6 car, the the end of Ganassi. I saw Justin Marks give Chip Ganassi a track house plate, you know, to kind of show the passing of the torch almost. And then there was the photo of Brad Keselowski uh, doing a toast with his team at Penske for the final time before he moves on. And he even brought back his championship glass from 2012, which was really cool. Last weekend for the, you know, five lugs uh, on the last race for the Quintimidator, Quinn Huff in the Starcom Racing Double Zero. I mean, uh, there was a lot. Yeah, people are brokenhearted about that. And it'd be interesting to see if uh, uh, Ryan Newman, uh, what his plans might be post Roush Fenway Racing. you know, I don't want to see this be the end of his career. And I think he's kind of hinted that he, he wants to continue to race and he plans to continue to race where that might be to be determined. Um, but, uh, you know, Ryan uh, was a heck of a race car driver, still is a good race car driver. Um, uh, so definitely want to see him continue his career. But uh, if this is it, um, you know, it's been a, a darn good career. Certainly they tone a 500 win, um, you know, been in contention for championships, won a lot of races, a lot of polls over the years as well. So um, interesting, a lot, a lot of doors closing, but the good news is a lot of doors are opening for 2022 with this next gen car and a lot of new teams uh, kind of entering the fray as well for the upcoming season thomas i hopefully uh, hopefully we bought you enough time to uh or we didn't steal your thunder and maybe one of one of these ladies didn't take the one that you wanted but what do you got in mind do you have a last lap highlight of the week well you know i was thinking about it and uh i would just have to you know i know we've talked a lot about it so i hate to like beat a dead horse here but I, you got to go back to how we really like diecast here and i think for the champion just wrapping up the whole week um of all the diecast that happened the, the, the amount of damage that was on each race win diecast for Hemrick and Larson and just fitting that Larson won. Man, just those diecasts in general are really cool. And but, you know, we get excited about the diecast here. We really do. We, you talked about that. We and, and so for me personally, I really I'm excited about that hauler. I mean, when in our production team and getting that put together. And I know people online are probably like, well, they don't know what they're ordering yet. And that's probably, you know, kind of making them think I'm not sure I want to order it. But we talked about, you know. Maybe it's a montage of some of the photos from Victory Lane. We don't really know yet, but I know it's going to be cool because our art team does an amazing job with the die cast. They They really do. I mean, you got to think about the work that goes into a die cast and the art that you mentioned the ladybug, all these little finite things that go into the die cast and the art. And these guys do it all. The confetti. We've talked about that once before on the fix a long time ago, how you're not like just doing a layered file. You're li- these guys are literally clicking one thing here and there on the on the race wind diecast. So really, just kind of giving it's I guess it's a it's a two threefold I don't know answer. Like I'm giving kudos to our production yeah. and art team, but really about that car, how it's going to be produced here, and it's unique to the the club. People are always like, what do I get as a benefit of the club? Well, this is here's a great opportunity. It's not going to be a mass produced two thousand units. We don't know what it's going to be yet. I can tell you right now, we've sold about sixty of them. 
So, and this, and this is the hauler you're this talking is the about. Hauler, right? yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. This is yeah. the 164th hauler. So, the art, I'm excited to see what they're going to be doing with the art. But if that's what's holding you back, well, I guess what I'm saying is don't wait because it, I think I know our art team's going to do it. And a it'll great be a job. collaborative process, too. Yeah. I mean, team when we did the RCCA art. hauler, I mean, our artist, Kevin, did a really good job on the design. You know, we, Thomas and I talk about it. We get back with Kevin, and if there's tweaks to make, we make it. So yep. I think that will be the same in this case. And we'll have good photos from, like Matt mentioned before, Don Grassman and the folks at CIA. There'll be championship logo to put on it. So it's really one of those projects that's a lot of fun because everybody works together on it. And then it will be printed and made here in right. our building, which right is pretty exciting. House. Yeah. And that's not something we get to do very often on the die cast side. That's for sure. Yeah. And I think that's what excites me. You know what I mean? Because it's something we can do here and it's something we can offer up exclusive to RCCA members. It's, it's an exclusive item. It's a low run. We're just going to do it here, but it's something we can do here. So I'm just, and I'm excited to see what, you know, art comes out of it because I know it's going to be cool. So again, I know we've, like I said, it's kind of like beating a dead horse, but to me, that's what it's about anyway. You know, it's about you know, all the die casts that we make and the, the cool factor of it all. Yeah, absolutely. And because we're printing them here, it allows us to kind of get them. I think you mentioned earlier in the show, kind of get them out to the customers a little bit yes. quicker too. Yeah. You know, it just kind of eliminates that process of getting them over from overseas and, you know, on boats and everything like that, and then trucked into our warehouse and then out to you. So uh, it just kind of eliminates a couple of those processes to get those products to you a little bit quicker. So uh, hopefully you fans enjoy all that and uh, a lot of cool stuff. Um, uh, available from the Phoenix weekend for sure. Uh, my last lap highlight is just going to be a quick little uh, tip of the cap to uh, my old buddy, Daniel Hemrick. Uh, I'll rewind back to, I believe it was 2008 or nine. Uh, Daniel was winning a bunch of late mo- or legends car races and uh, Bruce Silver, who uh, founded racing electronics kind of got into uh, D- Daniel's career a little bit from the legends car side and decided he wanted to put him in some late model races, uh, got into a BDI racing uh, late model. And the spotter for Daniel's first le- ever late model races was uh, Matt Kentfield, uh, who now <laughs> works at Lionel racing. I know that guy. Yeah. Hey, handsome. Sounds devil. familiar. <laughs> Very very much a face for radio, but, um, uh, really cool to see Daniel, uh, grow from, it's, it's funny. The guy who owned that race team, Bob Dillner, who, uh, worked for speed channel and Fox sports over the years. And, uh, he, he and I had a talk with Daniel right around that time because Daniel was re- walking around the Legends cars, winning, winning races, walking around the Legends car pits, just wearing one of those white uh, tank tops and like ratty shorts. Didn't look the part of a guy who's winning a lot of races. So, you know, there was a little sit down meeting over at Buffalo Wild Wings here in Concord uh, just to say, dude, you've got talent. You've got what it takes. Let's, you know, just act the part a little bit more. He took that advice and it has worked out. I would say pretty well for the kid uh, from Kannapolis uh, over the years and caught a lot of flack for never winning races. But uh, I saw him win a lot of Legends cars, a lot of late model races, and uh, knew it was just a matter of time before he did a backflip in the NASCAR National Series uh, race. And sure enough, it happened Sunday evening at Phoenix Raceway. So kudos to him, to Kenzie, to his mom, his dad, stepdad, Woody. Um, uh, A lot of of great people involved in Daniel's career. uh, And I... Granted, I don't have a very big part in it, but I, I I did appreciate my time working with Daniel over the years. Built a website for him, built did some hero cards for him over the years and stuff like that. So um, really cool to see a kid that I saw grow up uh, end up being a NASCAR champion. So it's a really cool, uh, really cool thing. And uh, another die cast I'm going to add to my, my collection as well, for sure. So... 
think that's enough for today. I think uh, I think we we killed it on this roundtable discussion for championship. Uh, any did we did we skip anything? Did we did we hit all of our marks on on today's show? Do you think? I think we did a good job, Matt. I think we covered it all. All We at least got the junior icon car back in. (laughs) Thanks to you, Tom. Yes. Good work on thinking of that one because... yeah, that one that one almost you know slipped past the five hole into the goal there, but uh, good work on that. Um, so I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. We will be back with another episode of Authenticated soon. And again, use hashtag AuthenticatedFan. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about what we're doing here at Lionel Racing, we want to hear from you. We want to see that feedback. We want to see your pictures of diecast for your chance to win great prizes from lionelracing.com as well. So make sure you use hashtag authenticated fan on social media. And I think that's good enough for this time. So on behalf of Thomas, Michelle, and Alex, I am Matt. We appreciate everybody joining us on Authenticated, and we will talk to you again soon. Follow Lionel Racing on Twitter at Lionel underscore racing. On Instagram at Lionel underscore racing. And be sure to like Lionel Racing on Facebook. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.